Look, here's the schedule for the next two months leading up to the World Cup. You're playing five T20 internationals with West Indies, three in the Caribbean and two in the United States, followed by a series with Zimbabwe, followed by Asia Cup, followed by Australia, South Africa. By the time you turn up for the World Cup, you're going to be fatigued, too much of cricket. And then don't freak out if you get a huge backlash for losing out in the league stage or in the semi-final stage or even losing the finals. You know, the expectations are such right now that we need to win the big matches. And the scheduling that has happened in so far and what is lying ahead of us is the recipe for a perfect storm. There is going to be a stress on the players who continue playing. There will be a stress on those who sit out in the bench. And then there is confusion all over as to who is the final 11 at the park during the World Cup. And what's worse is you turn up to press conferences and give lame duck excuses to very pusillanimous questions, right? Oh, we didn't bat well, we could have fielded better, we missed our catches. Guess what? Let me share a secret with you. We know that. What we don't know is why. Why did you drop those catches? Oh, it happens in sport. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Really? Go back in the last 10 years. You lost every single key match. Post the 2011 World Cup victory, you have lost majority of the big matches, the big games, be it against Pakistan, be it against New Zealand, be it against England, Australia, whatever. Key matches. Cannot afford to do that. That is not acceptable. Given the fact that you are claiming to be the top cricket playing nation globally, you have to have that win streak, which is unprecedented in history. You might argue that, well, we are not machines. You can't just like what Ben Stokes said the other day, that we are not machines that you put in fuel and then you start. Well, then you have that many more replacement people. When a team can field three proper A grade teams on in the park, then you really can't complain about fatigue factor, can you? And yet, if for some reason we don't win this World Cup, please don't come up with these excuses that there was too much cricket, the scheduling could have been better, the players didn't perform. I mean, they are very, very frustrating to hear as an audience, as a cricket fan. We need some, either come up with some very intelligent, smart answer, which we've not heard before, or deliver the results, and then we'll stand and clap. And that's how it is, right? It's it's the choice that you've made to play professional cricket. Nobody forced you to do that. Clearly, in a country where people would miss their meals to watch a match, that's how important cricket is. So this comes with the package, this kind of attention, this kind of intrusiveness, this kind of over-expectation, if you will. Bear in mind, if none of this was there, you would be another hockey or golf for that matter. People know it's a good sport. We have talent. We have historical evidence that we have done well. Well, not so much in golf, I guess, as compared to hockey is what I'm saying. Or for that matter, tennis, right? I mean, these, we have done well. In fact, think about chess. 
we uh, have actually been doing really well but it still does not catch the national fancy as does cricket and so when you are representing the premier sport in the country then clearly the expectations are going to be unreal deal with it that is why you were hired to do this role sure it was a company i would say that but that's why you were selected to play the game and so it's very important for the indian team management to figure out a strategy because at this point in time i don't see a strategy like have you got a core team in place do you understand that they need togetherness sense of belonging bonding that's the core fabric of a team a 20 member squad cannot become the core core members right core meaning like four players do you even have a fixed top four who's going to open who would come at four or five who are you leaving out basis what i mean there are ton of questions and nobody and if any of the anchors be it mr bogle or gorov or mr gorov kapoor okay or <laughs> Uh, any of the other gentlemen fine gentlemen who uh, you know regularly interview the cricketers why don't you do a session i mean i think mr akash chopra can do a very good job in this like top 10 tough questions ask them right just ask these top 10 politically incorrect questions right straight up and then see what the response is right instead of asking oh what do you think and they have this prepared remarks they are so memorized it's like how we used to write in our class 10 and class 12 board exams right the, memorize the question and then vomit it out the next day every single press conference is exactly like that it's ex- expected questions expected answers i mean like seriously where is the involvement where is the engagement where is the real deal we don't see any real deal at all are you not pushing i mean this is a thought for the broadcasters are you not pushing away the audience like hey this is so clinical so sanitized that it doesn't even feel natural anymore it's like a recorded message being replayed over and over again end of rant <laughs> well i mean to be fair look we understand there are challenges and there are things in your control and things not in your control but winning the world cup is a big deal right i mean that you should agree i guess and so if it is a big deal for you as it is for rest of the cricket loving crowd and people then somewhere the thought clarity needs to emerge there is a significant set of people who wouldn't probably care and turn up for only a india pakistan match for example but you know that there are lot of people who follow cricket very closely as in like from its deep technical details through to anecdotes to it's almost like nostalgia and romance if you will so for the sake of such fans and i happen to be a cricket tragic in that sense please do share what is your strategy somewhere in some press conference share it and don't give that repetitive pre decided sanitized version and you can i know i'm thinking of rahul dravid and mr dravid would you know let it go outside the off stump but uh, he would probably say yeah what else do we say i mean this is what it is we believe in the process and we are working at it and we are not supposed to disclose our strategy and you know the those kind of answers like we dude 
we live in an information age everybody knows everything if you're thinking that oh people don't know what your strategy is probably it's because they think you're confused <laughs> that's the other thing you might want to think about and yeah you could say i don't care what they think about well then it has to translate into into results favorable results then everybody shuts up what's happening is it's not translating into favorable results and therefore all these questions anyways i said end of rant so this is end of rant uh but stay tuned to the ganban experience in in the run up to the world cup and during the world cup we'll hear many more such episodes small episodes where either there will be a vent rant appreciation as well i mean make no mistake when you do well you know the heart pours out the tears flow and and of course you get all the love and attention that you so richly deserve on that note stay tuned to the ganban experience find me on my social media handles on twitter and facebook that's hashtag #ganban that's g y a n b a n or drop a note in the link below there's a voice message link on the just scroll below and see leave a note thought suggestion question whatever I'm happy to pick it up in the next episode and discuss further till we meet again stay well stay safe peace out